You're listening to Clearing the Air, a Bournemouth University podcast that lifts the lid on the clearing process. Each episode will feature a different student sharing their experiences, emotion and advice on the clearing process. Hello, you're listening to Clearing the Air. It's a podcast all about clearing and university choices. This podcast episode features Toby Pritchard-Casey. Toby was studying uh, towards a university degree somewhere else and last minute changed his mind, decided that he wanted to study something different. What do you do in that situation? Well, Toby had to release himself from his unconditional offer at another university and then go through clearing to find the university and the course of his choice. So during this podcast, we talked to Toby a little bit about that. We also talk about what it's like to live in Dorset, to live independently, what it's like having to learn and grow. Then now you've moved, flown the nest and moved away from home. We talk a little bit about homesickness as well. And Toby gives some good advice to students that might think that they have initially made the wrong decision about where they're going to go and the trajectory that their their future is uh, leading towards. And, and some really great information about what it's like to, to change and, and study somewhere else last minute. So I hope you enjoy it. Don't forget, you can listen to any of these podcasts. There's a whole series of them that gives a little bit of insight and information uh, about the emotion behind clearing and uh, the things that people have gone through to come to study at Bournemouth University. So we hope they're really helpful for you. Enjoy this chat with Toby and we'll catch up with you at the end. So you grew up in Windsor. Tell us what it was like growing up with uh, the backdrop of royalty. Uh, okay, so Windsor is great. Uh, it's very small in terms of everything. Uh, there's a lot of tourists uh, all through summer, weekends, so it's consistently busy in that sense. Um, there's not a whole lot to do there. Like, a lot of us get quite bored, like people that I know here who are going home. They're kind of dreading it in terms of it's the same old thing. So that's why be like going to Bournemouth was like a new, like like, like just like a new place to be. Um, what do you think of Bournemouth? I actually really love it here. Um, I really love Bournemouth. Uh, I live a little bit further out in Poole. I'm at Corfe House, but um, once again, Poole is lovely. Bournemouth is lovely. Uh, I love the beach. Not not just like you know the, the sight of it, but just I like the atmosphere and people here are always so happy. I've never really had a bad experience with people around the area. Um, Pool, as you go a little bit further out, it changes slightly as um, Bournemouth is a tourist town in itself, but it's also a student town. So pretty much all you see are students. But then as you go further out, you lose that touch with students and it just becomes regular people. Do you like that? Um, Yes and no. It's nice... uh, not having like the pressure of like knowing you're gonna see people that you know, you know, when you like roll out of bed and it's a mess. But at the same time, it's just loads of random people all over the place, <laughs> and it gets a little bit, you know, a little bit boring not seeing people. So it's kind of a toss up between the two. Do you ever get homesick, or when you're back home in Windsor, do you wish you were back in Bournemouth? <laughs> so it's actually quite funny. Um, a lot of people get homesick. I have not experienced homesickness once. Uh, it's a weird thing. I just there's no part of me which was like, oh, I'm sad. I want to go home. It just for me, it just it didn't happen. I think it's because I was so close with my flatmates. It almost felt like a second home, as cringy as it sounds. Um, but when I am back home, there are times where I'll just like 
be like, uh, Bournemouth is probably, you know, a great time right now. And I kind of like, would like to go back. But Do you go back home to home comforts and mum's cooking and do you take laundry home with you? Or are you a fully <laughs> functioning adult now? Uh, you know, I'm a fully functioning adult now, as crazy <laughs> as that seems to me and my mum. Uh, but when I go home, it is lovely to see her and all my friends. And it takes the stress off of, um, you know, of having to cook every day, laundry, management, all of that. It takes that stress away. But at the same time, sometimes I forget. And I still try and do those things. Like, I still try and cook my own stuff and all that. And, well, as it works. But, you know, it's nice not having that pressure to do that, you know. So we were talking to Kenneth and he was telling us that He's quite the cook now, particularly his stir fry. <laughs> oh, so you is, it, live, is that what he said? That's what he said. Okay. And you, you live with him. So out of uh, you two, who do you think is a better cook? Uh, what, between me and Ken? Yeah. Uh, who's a better cook? Yeah. Oh, 100% me. <laughs> like, I can't lie to you. It's, it's definitely me. What's your signature dish? Uh, I don't really have one. I just like... Just Any whatever, dish. Yeah, just, 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 just whatever I cook is nice, you know? And I consistently cook. Like before uni, I think the the top of my range was uh, eggs and toast. I think that was okay. I think it was the most advanced thing I could do. But now, you know, being on your own, you kind of get to just like experiment with all the things you can buy and stuff. So you kind of learn from that. I think. So talk to us about before you before uni. So you're in Windsor. You're growing up. Mm-hmm. University was was the option that you you knew you wanted to to choose. Yeah. And what was what was it that was driving you towards university? Um, honestly, um, like I think people underestimate how great education is in terms of. So if you think about A levels, you're in school from I don't know, like nine until three, right? During GCSEs and all of that, and that's pretty chill. Like if you look at like a daily job now, a nine to five, that's pretty stressful. And then you know you got work when you get back and all of that. Whereas school, you kind of have everything structured out for you. You don't have to worry about that. And I kind of liked education because it gave me something that I knew I had to do. I couldn't consistently do it. And for me, going to university, I knew that one, I'd have a lot to do, a lot to learn because I like learning. But I'd have a lot of freedom in terms of... Because if if I stayed at home and I got a job per se, I would still live with my mum and my sister, whereas here... I'm on my own. I get to, you know, kind of like find myself as a person. I know everyone says that, but it is true. So I'm interested. Do you feel that that's actually happened? So I know everybody has this kind of perception of, well, I'll move away and I'll have Mm. to stand on my own two feet and I'll be like the adult. Do you feel that you've made that change this year? Um, Yeah, no, definitely. In terms of all aspects of myself, like I've definitely matured since I got here from like all the things I had to learn. One, just like living on your own I think that's like a big step that a lot of people don't really think through and it, it definitely changed me like being on my own but definitely for the better what have you found the hardest thing about living on your own the hardest part of living on my own um oh that's a good question actually uh probably oh actually I'm not sure because I was gonna say perhaps finding like sometimes the motivation to do things because when you're back home you got your parents nagging you or something whereas here you know it's just me because my course is very free in what I can do so I can do as much or as little in terms of theory or production so I think finding the motivation to do it at first was a bit tricky 
But then, you know, if you start thinking about the fact that you've paid to be here and you remind yourself that you actually want to be here, that you picked it, it starts getting easier. But, yeah. What's the best thing about living on your own? Oh, that's a question. <laughs> that is the question. Um, the best thing about living on my own is um, that I can do anything, anything and everything. Um, and there's no real, you know, thing to stop me. And in, in like, if you think about it like that, like, I can I can go out whenever I want. I can buy whatever I want, hang out with who I want, all of that. There's no restrictions. And more so when I say restrictions, I don't just mean family. I also mean, like, if you were, say, like, at A-levels or GCSE, whatever it is, you still have that restriction that, at the end of the day, you know that you have to be in every day at a certain time and you've got, like, exams that you have to revise for. Whereas here, the the uh, actual timetabling is different. It's not every day at the same time. It changes. And sometimes you pick when you want to go in. And I don't have any exams. So it's just when I'm working, I'm working on my grade. I'm not, you know, revising, which could still mean I'd fail, you know? Yeah, I get that, yeah. Mm. And um, you, so you're doing film now, right? I'm doing BA film, yeah. So tell us about that. What? What? I mean, did you always want to do film? Or you, did you grow up? No, actually, it's a that. That's a long story. Um, but I'll shorten it for you. So, <laughs> uh, I love art, and I've done that pretty much my whole life. Being a bit of an artist, uh, failed. Great. Who knows? But um, I always wanted to go into the gaming industry in terms of game art. So I'd like to do all of that. And up until about, cause, so I suggested I got all five of my unis confirmed and all of that for game art, game design slight variations and then the bfi course they came to me uh and they did like a talk at our school for applicants basically i applied i got in i did film at pinewood with them for a few weeks whatever it was a few weekends a month and after that i realized that i didn't want to do game art i wanted to do film because i loved production design and so it kind of was like a you know, like a midlife crisis when I realized that everything I'd done for like the last five years was wrong for me. So then I had to change my university course to film production at my main choice, which was Worcester. Uh, but as results day came closer and I got my results, I realized that I only picked Worcester for film because I didn't know what else to do. Because it's kind of like, it's kind of like deer in headlights. Like I was just sitting there thinking, ah, oh, I've got to make a decision now about my course. I'll just change it to that so that's easy. I don't have to think about it. Did you have much pressure on you from your school at all to go down the university route? Um, in a way, yes. Um, I think they they were aiming to get people to go to university uh, definitely during the first year. And unless you said to them straight off, like, I'm not going to university, I'm not doing this, like, I'm not filling out any of this, and you completely refuse. I think they tried to edge people into at least filling out an application, which I think in itself is fair enough, like simply so that, you know, if you, you have a chance to think about it. Um, I think that works because a lot of people did go to university, but when I think about it, only about half the people went to university and then after the first year, a third of the people left the, the uh, sixth form. So at what point did you decide that Bournemouth was the place for you? Um, so that actually came uh, a few days before results day uh, when I realised that, you know, depending on what I got, 
I might not want to go to Worcester. And I didn't know Bournemouth at that stage. That was on results day. When I got my results, Worcester said unconditional. And that's when I was like, okay, it's really confirmed now. I don't want to go here. It's kind of like, it was a switch. I realized I didn't want to go. And I thought back to when I was with the BFI people and they suggested that, you know, Bournemouth Uni is great for industry-wide, for its status. And then I was emailing some of the editors back and forth, you know, saying like, hey, what would you suggest? Because I'm having a crisis. And they were like, if you want to work hard, go to Bournemouth University. But if you want to have a more relaxed time where you'll be better than some of the other people that go, go to Worcester. So that's when I was like, I'd rather work hard than be easygoing. And that's when I picked BU on Adults Day. And and talk to me about the emotion of all that. So you've you know, you do the BFI film course, you mm-hmm. realise, okay, well I actually I feel like a change in the wind here. There's 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 something that uh that there's a, a new trajectory that I think my life needs to be on. You then uh you know, ha- have to make a different decision about maybe changing universities which means changing the place that you were going to go you know you even have the kind of comfort of an unconditional offer and then in that moment you kind of change the the trajectory of your future what what were you feeling yeah that was um terrifying I think was the word I'd describe as uh when I called up Bournemouth University and I was like I'd like to I'd like to come to university could you tell me about it they told me a little bit and I did an online interview on the phone sorry and they were like, brilliant, we can give you a place based on your grades and your past experience and all of that. But you will need to release yourself into clearing, which basically involves um, cancelling your option, which by that point, um, you've already cancelled all four of your other ones and you only have this one left. So it was a huge leap of faith because even though I had the reassurance that I was going to get in, if they turned around and been like, sorry, your place got filled by someone that was already here, um, it would have ruined me, basically. But, yeah, because I had to... There was about 24 hours where I had no university. I had a student loan, I had all of that, but nowhere to go. So, I mean, the, the easier option, I guess that the university you wanted to go to, which, by the way, we should say, you know, it is a good university for a great number of students. It, it mm. just was your kind of personal choice, right? But Oh, yeah, no, definitely. The University of Worcester is great, but it just wasn't what I was aiming for. Yeah. So, you know, there, you had that security of an unconditional offer, accommodation, you know, everything was sorted. Mm-hmm. And, and then and then making flipping that switch uh, into into that uncertainty, um, you know, t- t- talk to me about that, that uh yeah, you know the the drive that you must have had to have had to to do that. You know, the the you must have been so sure that this was the right thing for you. Um, yes and no, actually, it was a um because I was very indecisive about um changing to film in the first place because I was like, I want to do this, but it's a huge change. And then when it came to swapping from Worcester to Bournemouth, um, I called up one of my friends, Dean. I called up my friend Henry. All of these people talked to my mum. And they all gave me some advice on it, different opinions. But it basically came down to me sitting alone, sitting, thinking, like, you know, pros and cons, which one's actually going to be better for me. And that's when I was like, okay, you know, th- this this will benefit you in long term. Like, it's scary now, but it will be better. And that's, yeah, that's when I made the call. So nearly a year down the line, do you think that that was the right call to make? Um, undoubtedly, yeah. Um Definitely. I'm extremely happy here. Uh, Extremely happy for second year. I'm very excited. Um, You know, they have great modules, especially for production design in second year, which I'm excited for. 
I've made some of the best friends I've ever met in my life here. Experiences that I will never forget. It's just been an overall wonderful experience here at BU. I can't lie to you. And um, do you have any advice for people who might be in the same situation? So, you know, have made that decision to come to university, realise, oh, I just, I'm not sure if this is for me anymore. You know, I need to make that change. You, you know, yourself mm. said that the, the word is terrifying, you know, yeah. thinking you might, you know, you might be taking yourself down the down the wrong path. Uh, what, what advice do you have? Um, the advice I give to anyone who is in that kind of situation, where it be you were going to one university and you change or you're changing course or you're planning on going and then cancel and then want to go again, I'd say really trust your gut on this. Um, Do what you think is right for you, but really weigh your options up and then just take that leap of faith because that's really the only way you can do this kind of option. Brilliant. Well, thanks so much. It's been great talking to you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we've enjoyed it. Well, I'm glad. that was great talking to toby what a story yeah and a really different one as well so i I thought the interesting thing was you know the easy option for toby would have been to just have gone to to the university that he picked first you know that he had the accommodation he had Mm -hmm. the unconditional place so he actually made his own life a whole lot harder in deciding to change direction a whole lot harder but a whole lot better he seems very happy with his final result yeah and i think that's the important thing isn't it you know as long as you are making the decisions that are right for you and you end up coming to university to study something that you really have a passion for and could see yourself doing in the future you know actually making those tough decisions in the short term is is good for the long term right yeah absolutely i think so but i mean the the other thing is uh you know he spoke about worcester and we should underline that it's you know a good a good alternative option you know it just wasn't the one for him right so uh, yeah, I just want to be clear on that as well. <laughs> yeah, Bournemouth was better for him. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for joining us for Clearing the Air. We hope you enjoyed listening to Toby's story as much as we did and uh, listen out for more Clearing stories on the way. Yeah, and if you want to find out more information about Clearing, if you think Bournemouth University might be for you, if you've been totally inspired by this podcast series and want to get involved, then please do just head to our website, which is www.bournemouth.ac.uk. You'll find information about clearing. You know, even if you're not coming to Bournemouth, there's some stuff on there that's just really helpful in getting you to know the clearing process, what it's all about, what adjustment means and how you can do that. So we hope that that's a useful resource for you. Until next time, see you later. Bye.